dangerous. Beware, it's dangerous. There's gonna be one of us in a trip close zone because we're the pirate optimus. To the west, to the east, gonna find the way, it's laying the way all the way. Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Laura. Hello. Matt. How? Jason. <laughs> it's cold. Justin. Yo ho ho. Melissa. Quack. <laughs> Dave. So easy to get fine great swords here. <laughs> and Theo. Brrrr. <laughs> Neat. Thank, thank you for joining me on the on the ice. <laughs> the snowy, the snowy hills. It's piecemeal on ice this week. Ooh. Oh my god! Ice meal. Ice meal. <laughs> I think that's just a snow cone. <laughs> How bone chilling would it be to go up to a snow cone stand and say, "Hello, sir, one ice meal, please." <laughs> Loopy, probably. Mm-hmm. That. Speaking of ice, uh, what do you mean you don't smell, sell meat here? <laughs> yeah. It's a meat store. Comes from snowmen, obviously. Well, speaking of ice, don't you usually ask us a question to break it? <laughs> I certainly do. Uh, every week on this show, we cover one volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece. This week, we're going to be covering volume 15 is titled straight ahead with three exclamation marks if that's an x mark i'll be so cross (laughs) yeah like an x yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Uh, it kind of is by the way not really don't (laughs) Don't (laughs) you can't just say words i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm just gonna say i'll i'll give this one away for free Oda yeah. specifically likes to use three exclamation marks when something is important. Oh, okay. I didn't really? Know yeah. Okay. He, he likes to accentuate important moments with specifically three exclamation marks. Uh, huh. Interesting. I'm going to do that from now on, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's special code. Life. It really helps my work emails. <laughs> uh, anywho, the icebreaker this week. Has there been a time in your life when you have had to take a detour or change course on something? I got one. Sure. It's a thrilling tale. <laughs> now, I'm kind of cheating because we didn't need to take a detour, but my dad decided we needed to take a detour, so I guess the sentiment is a little different. <laughs> but once upon a time, a long time ago, maybe in like like early 2000s, maybe like 2005, uh... We were on our way back from vacation in somewhere in Virginia, and I lived in upstate New York at the time, and so it's a pretty long drive back, and everything was going fine, the roads were actually pretty dead, and then my dad sees the student driver, and he just decides to follow him for like the next 20 minutes for no reason. <laughs> like oh. a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and I remember being really, really fucking mad because at the time I was obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh! And you could catch reruns of it at like 4pm or something and I think we missed it by like 5 minutes. Cut into Yu-Gi-Oh! time! <laughs> it was! This is, this is integral to like my psyche at the time. It was, it was part of my like being and like... I st- in I'm the middle of Battle City! <laughs> That's the thing, like this is... <laughs> It clearly meant a lot to me because it wasn't even like a new episode. It was just a rerun, but I had to see it. Like, YouTube didn't <laughs> to spend exist time yet. with your friends. 
Pinocchio's very important. It's more important than a student fucking driver. (laughs) 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 So was that his intent? Was to just fuck with him? Yeah, he just wanted to follow him and see what would happen. And I don't remember where we even went, but it went on for like at least half an hour. And then we got lost and the end of this went back. (laughs) <laughs> it could have been oh. so easily avoided, but the curiosity just got the better of him. All I remember is that the instructor was throwing like orange peels out the window, and he was like, "Look at that!" I was like, "Can we fucking go?" That's so stupid. That's that story. <laughs> I can't think of a like specific detour in my life. I think. I just work a lot of detours into everything, because I have a tendency to, like, once I get, like, a stronger lay of the land for driving around, I just kind of like to meander and just kind of, like, go into little back roads and go, ooh, oh, this connects to this. Okay, this comes out here. All right, cool. Because I like to, you know, build out my internal map of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, according to my mom... Back road traveling via back roads was uh, an integral part of her growing up and and driving around our hometown because her mom, my grandma, was capital T terrified of highways and highway speeds mm. and all that. So she just got an inclination for just finding the back road routes to between point A and point B without hitting a highway. And I guess that just kind of genetically passed itself down to me because apropos of nothing i just like you know finding little back roads it's nice to to fill in those holes in your mental map yeah and that way it's super good because i'm in a city and if you know there's a big like traffic bottleneck that's super huge i can go oh okay well it'll take like 10 minutes extra but i can you know i can still get to where i'm going and granted those 10 minutes could just be spent in the traffic jam wouldn't you rather be moving while you're doing that? Yeah. yeah. Feel the wind. Productive. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off of your story, Jason. Yeah. Because uh, mine was about the time that I-75 collapsed in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> you told me. Okay. I sev- I-75, <laughs> I we, we need to talk. Uh-huh. It's the highway that goes through my hometown and also your current town. Mm-hmm. Wait, was so- it 75 or 85? Oh, it might have been 85. I might have oh. misconstrued it. Yeah, it was 85. It was 85. So what, what, what happened, Mr. Tyler? Uh, I don't remember exactly what happened. I know that they tried to pin it on homeless people because <laughs> oh. government. Uh, uh-huh. they, were, but... they were storing a bunch of like construction stuff mm-hmm. under the bridge. Flammable they... construction stuff. Yeah, that they should hmm. have been storing there. And they tried to blame it on some homeless people, but also it shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. So. Hey. Anywho, it was, it was a, uh, it's a very important commuter highway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it it basically gridlocked the city for a number of hours. Was this, Uh, so, wait, hang on. I I do, I do confuse highway traumas around Atlanta with each other. Was this yeah. the one where a truck full of chicken gizzards overturned? No, I think uh, that was on 75. Okay, that was 75. Was 85 the one where a piece of the highway crumbled away and landed yeah. on another piece of the highway? Yes, that's the okay. one. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> Sorry? The, no, no. The, my, my whole point is just that I had to learn a lot about the city that week. 
<laughs> just how to get around so. that mm. wasn't the highway. Mm -hmm. As I might say in your situation, boy, there's some things about Atlanta I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, I don't have a lot of unexpected detour stories, literal ones at least, because mm -hmm. traffic is a, a and travel is a, a very big anxiety trigger for me. Sure. Um, oh, yeah, me but uh, a similar Atlanta event, the uh, Snowmageddon, mm -hmm. um, where... Uh, I didn't even live here yet, and I was somehow present for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, driving, driving through back roads in which there was no more right side of the road to drive on. It was just <laughs> however you could. It was fine. However um, you want to get there. Yep. And... Um, and then had to park on the side of a bridge and walk the rest of the way home. I still remember, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I still remember like the haunting images I've seen yeah. of just the highway littered with cars like it was the fucking Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it took, like, just abandoned vehicles. And it, <laughs> it took like seven hours for a 45 minute drive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a day. Oh. Yep. Oh, no thank you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> I say that's kind of a, a, a day detour. Yeah. Speaking of seven hours for a forty-five minute drive, <laughs> this also doubles as a, a reason as to why I'm Zorro. Uh, <laughs> I live in Middle Tennessee, and uh, my mother was visiting her mother in um, West Tennessee, uh, and she just wanted me to come pick her up. Uh, I didn't know the address, so she gave it to me, and I used my GPS to get there. About two hours later, I realized that I am actually in Alabama. <gasps> oh. How? Okay. How? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dumb and dumber shit, right? I don't. There. I don't know. I don't know oh, the, no. the geography. Are they? Are they sisters? Are they close? It is. It is south to Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> Tennessee kind of resting on its little head a little mm -hmm. bit. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. I, I went I went south to go west. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very and Zorro move. It, it just ended up taking me all day to, to pick up my mom, which should have taken me just like two oh, hours. Oh no. <laughs> it ended up turning out that she like, she gave me like a number with like, the address with like one wrong number and my GPS was like this is probably where that is. You probably want to go to Alabama. <laughs> that actually... And, uh, and my dumbass just, like, I I knew that I was in, like, unfamiliar territory. But it was like, well, I mean, the GPS knows where it's going, I guess. <laughs> See, you're... I'm trust this machine, I guess. You're improv. <laughs> you're trying to yes-and the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, robot, let's see where this goes. Yep. Yeah. That actually reminds me of an actual detour not just a surprise drive mm -hmm. um, an emotional detour yeah um and and this will mean something with knowledge of the tennessee geography um <laughs> i was uh on a trip from atlanta to nashville which is a pretty straight line if mm -hmm. you've ever done it before um mm -hmm. however there is a restaurant in memphis that is very good <laughs> and so we drove from atlanta to nashville Via Memphis. <laughs> All right. Which is not on the way. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it was very good, and it was worth it. I was going to ask, was it worth it? Yes. yes. Yeah, tell us about the road less traveled. <laughs> it's called Rendezvous, and it's in an alley behind a Holiday Inn. Ooh. Ooh. Those are usually the best restaurants, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a thing that, a, a time I changed course that, like, mm-hmm. high school Theo would have said, like, yes, this is a defining, like, this turning Theo. point in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and And now, you know... At the, at the wise age of 30, it's like, eh, nah, I would have been the same either way. Um, but in fifth grade, uh, the school introduced, like, band instruments to us. Mm-hmm. And I had been in um, sort of a gifted and talented education sort of specialty program for music. Um, and earlier that week, some of the older kids had come in to, like, play flute. Mm-hmm. And so I went in with totally, with the intention of learning to play flute. I was gonna pick up flute, uh, but when they took us in the cafeteria to have us like try out these instruments and see which one, you know, gave off sparklers like a wand in Harry Potter, uh, <laughs> the line for flute was really long, <laughs> and I was at the back of it, and nobody was trying out the brass instruments, and so the instructor just like went to the people at the back of the flute line, is like, hey, you guys want to try a brass instrument while you're literally waiting? any other instrument? <laughs> you wanna? And and so I tried a trumpet and I was able to make a sound on that one, which Aww. the instructor was impressed. Like, wow, most people just blow into it, but you you did the thing. <laughs> and so I felt like I was the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. The trumpet chooses and the I, wizard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm familiar with that. That it does. It is. There is a feeling of of fate in the air mm-hmm. at those events. Yes, a little bit. Like it's it, it's it so happens to it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a flap of a butterfly's wings can change <laughs> the course of of a life. Mm-hmm. So can a student driver on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been too quiet. <laughs> I, knew, um, I remember a drawing class I took in the middle of um, uh, of my high school because I didn't exactly know where I wanted to go, and then. That my drawing teacher for this downtown class, uh, Thea, you and I took it together. Yeah. Uh, she was like, "Oh, you gotta look at CCAD." I'm like, "Okay," and thus I did. Well, oh, yeah, I could have talked about that, couldn't I? <laughs> no, it's, it's a fun. it's a spiritual <laughs> detour. It is. Yeah, for me, I, I don't really like. Um, the really the closest is, I guess, is probably in line with what you're saying about school stuff. But it, mm-hmm. it, it's just, you know, it's not a literal detour. It was more just when I went and looked at the school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And somebody, I think I was looking at something and somebody was like, oh, yeah, you can, you can measure, anim- you can major in animation. And I was like, I had no idea that was even a thing. <laughs> Which makes you no sense. You do that? Yeah, but seriously, it really that? was like a, wait, you can do that? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't you be able to? So, um, <laughs> then I was like, oh, hey, okay, well, maybe I should look into that. And, you know. However many years later now, like 16 years later now, I've been doing it for a while, so. Killing it ever since. Yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but in my heart, I wanted you to say, and now I'm, I have a book at a five-star restaurant. <laughs> it didn't work out, yeah. <laughs> now I'm a complete bran- waste of time. <laughs> now I'm a branch manager of vendor ops in the Midwest locations. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm crushing it. <laughs> Uh, would you guys like to talk about the famously ongoing manga One Piece? Perhaps. Yes. Is that what we're here for? By Ichiro Oda. 
That's yeah. one detour I don't want to take. It's the one away from One Piece. I concur. <laughs> As stated before, we're reading volume 15 this week, which is titled Straight Ahead. I'll start with the author's note, which is a continuation from volume 14. Uh, a brief synopsis of what happened in volume 14. I think he was in third grade, he said, when he went to a class assembly that was uh, that featured a ninja. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we continue on from there. Ka, shouted the ninja. Baton! And the older students collapsed in a heap. It was the famous Kanashibari jutsu technique. After that, he stunned us by stopping someone's heart and showing photos from his years of training. We were in total awe. Then the ninja said, Actually, I could stand upside down on the ceiling of this hall for five hours, but we don't have time today. I saw the ninja. He wasn't kidding. (laughs) The end. I love the juxtaposition there between stopping someone's heart (laughs) and 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 showing some nice photos of training. Yeah. We break the out good the old Polaroids. Days. Yeah, he, he committed murder on that stage. It was nuts. <laughs> he also, killed our prince. Also, he, he saw, I saw a ninja. He wasn't kidding. Like, yeah. did you see him for five hours? Like, <laughs> can you? No, he didn't have time grab? for that. I know, but <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess I would not say to such a person that they were kidding either. Uh, in the last volume, Luffy and the crew of the Going Merry finally reach the Grand Line and are soon up to their necks in intrigue. Having saved Princess Vivi from the super-secretive criminals of Baroque Works, they vow to return her to her kingdom so that she can defuse a rebellion instigated by the mysterious Mr. Zero. But when the princess accidentally reveals Mr. Zero's secret identity, the Straw Hat Pirates suddenly find themselves at the top of Baroque Works' hit list. Their first stop en route to Alabasta is the strange island of Little Garden. There they find two giant warriors locked in a century-long battle of honor. But the battle is cut short by the machinations of Baroque Works agents, who want to collect a huge reward for the Brobdignagian combatants. Man, somebody at Viz is flexing their vocab right now. <laughs> Special thanks to the Brobdignagian combatants. I was about to say, I thought, I was about to say, I thought that was you, Tyler, doing that. <laughs> Holy shit. Infuriated by this dastardly act, Luffy and the crew clobber the criminals. But can the Straw Hats survive on Little Garden until their log pose resets a whole year from now? A whole year. Mm. I don't think they've got it in them. Can the manga survive that long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On do one we, island? Do we have that kind of time? <laughs> well, Tyler, I got a quick question. Uh-huh. It's about one of your X marks. Uh-huh. And just answer this yes or no, uh-huh. which is d- tremendously difficult regarding any question with One Piece. Uh-huh. Does the word Brobdignagian have any relation to the book titled Bragmen, where we learn about some giants? I don't think so. Okay. Not to my knowledge. Okay. And that was a straight answer, so I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think Brobdignagian has anything to do with Elbaf, other than somebody at Viz decided it was a good word to use there. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, a, it's just a big word that means giant, and it's from, like, Gulliver's Travels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, is that what it's called? Describe the inhabitants of Brobdignag. Oh. Because they're, they're the right. big ones. Yeah, well, okay. As opposed to Lilliput, where the where the Lilla ones are. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is all, I think I thought this was all a lot more sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, we're going to continue on with our new cover story. We're officially beginning Django's Dance Paradise. 
this week, Django is left behind by the black cat ship. It just sails off without him. The flag is crying. <laughs> As he reaches out towards them, like the end of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the title of this chapter is called First, Know Your Place. <laughs> yeah. Onion spots Django chowing down on some food at food restaurant. <laughs> Onion, carrot, and pepper then chase Django out of town. Yeah, Usopp's pirate crew. <laughs> Still reppin'. Uh, he makes a getaway on a small little dinghy. Uh, and then he passes by Morgan. They just sail by one another like two <laughs> ships passing in the night. No, not like two ships passing no, in the that's, night. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's literally what happened. <laughs> sleepy ships. What an AU that would be when the two of them actually met. and We narrowly missed it. Uh, we get a brief check-in on Kaya, who is being escorted by Usopp's pirates, because she is now a doctor's apprentice. All and right. she's doing fine. And she's doing, doing fine. That. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking back to you... that SBS question. Yeah. yeah. How many letters do you think he got <laughs> that made him write that? She's doing fine. Uh, Django makes landfall on Mirrorball Island. We've heard of that place. Yeah. Uh, he begins to wander around the island, but he narrowly misses uh, marines that are actively hunting him, checking to see if anybody recognizes his bounty poster. Fucking Mirrorball Island. Gonna have to shave off that mushroom stump. <laughs> no. Get a disguise of some kind. Mm. Get some more sensible glasses. <laughs> uh, back on Little Garden, the Straw Hats regroup, and Bragi begins to cry so forcefully that he makes a rainbow. No. <laughs> Uh, and then Dory sits up. <gasps> Dory! Everybody's shocked. <laughs> oh, Bragi's expression. <laughs> Bragi, like... Yeah. Like, those those cartoony reactions do not look right on a th- person that big. <laughs> and so it is a very strange scene. It's very yeah. good. Yeah, I, I never get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a pop out of me every time. <laughs> but I, and this, the way this whole panel is drawn is amazing. Where it's you know it's the, the giants are drawn like they usually are, huge and mighty and grungy and and mm-hmm. powerful. And like you have the whole cast like spread out beneath them, <laughs> these tiny little figures looking up at them, and all their eyes are bugging out of their sockets. <laughs> <laughs> They're bugging out of their sockets, but their uh, their eyes and sockets are so little right. compared to Brocky's, and it's unpleasant. Yeah. It looks like it looks like a, a family of snails with stalks turned. Yeah. <laughs> I love how casual Zoro is. Like yeah, very casually sitting, but still popping, like bugging his eyes out. Still popping sclera. <laughs> oh, that's the worst phrase I've ever heard. <laughs> I hate that. There. You're welcome. Popping sclera. That's nasty. That's really bad. Uh, that really makes me feel sick. Yeah, there's a website somewhere where they talk about that, I'm sure. Nope, nope, nope. This is uh, Jay's feels- fault. Blame him. Every, everybody theorizes that uh, he must have been saved by the age and poor condition of their weapons, which have both dulled over these past 100 years of dueling. Yeah, then business is chipped. It also seems like that would lead to infection. Probably. Uh, We're not going to worry about that. Well, their, okay. their immune systems are really big. Have you ever seen a virus? They're tiny. They're so small. (laughs) Yeah. Dorian Broggy's white blood cells got to be huge. It's going to take six years for the virus to find something to attack. (laughs) 
<laughs> Guys, I'm so fucking lost. <laughs> Where is this man's colon? <laughs> Took a wrong turn at Elbaf Kirky. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go elbow Kirky. That works too. We hit the ground running with this one. <laughs> You guys are really testing me today. We're on fire. <laughs> I mean, we definitely hit the ground. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll leave running up to the audience's perception. I guess that's, I guess that's fair. Broggy praises the god of Elbaf for allowing his friend to live. And Dory begins to poke fun at Broggy for being so proud of just knocking him out. And this almost ignites another 100-year-long argument. <laughs> <laughs> that's good friendship. <laughs> Clearly. Luffy's loving it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, over in the Wax House, Sanji continues his chat with Mr. Zero on the phone. Uh, we see precious little of Crocodile here, but we do get a glimpse of a scar that seems to stretch from his cheek to his nose. Hmm. And yeah, I love the first, I saved the first panel we see his hand at, because we, he does a lot of emoting with his hands. Mm -hmm. We see his yeah. beringed fingers tap, tap, tapping on the edge of his armchair. It's a really nice detail of how he's just kind of fiddling with stuff while he's on the phone. Yeah. yeah. He's a phone fiddler. I do the mm -hmm. same thing. Yeah. 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 Very relatable. Mm -hmm. There's also a panel. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I love the snail. Those <laughs> little mustache. I have a question about the snail. Yeah. So when you're talking into the snail. Yeah. Does the other end come out sounding like your voice? Yes. This is okay. a detail that Oda has not yet established. Uh, so it's going to be retconned in eventually, but... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, in the future, the snail takes on the appearance of whoever is speaking on the other end of the phone. Oh, so it, oh wow. it develops it develops, like, the mannerisms and some of the appearance of the person you're talking to. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's, that's horrifying. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, to, to but be... But very be funny in some yeah. situations. Yes. Who needs color ID? <laughs> <laughs> you just look at the fucking snail. Uh, color ID. Yeah, it hey. would kind of ruin this hey. specific interaction if that were established already. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I assumed it had to be the other way, because even if it had been a normal phone, I feel like you would have noticed it's not Mr. Three's right. voice. Yeah. I want to call attention to probably one of my favorite takes on, like, a character reveal, mm -hmm. in that uh, while Sanji's talking to him, there's a panel where it's just... You, you see Mr. Zero's full body revealed, but it's yes. so so out, small you can't see any details. You learned so much about him from the room that he's in. Yeah, the room that contains a giant crocodile yes. with a banana on its <laughs> head. A Big ass crocodile. Yes. <laughs> Is the banana ears? I need to know more about the banana. Is antenna. it an antenna? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's antenna. Antenna that crocodiles are well known for having. In one piece. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> uh, Sanji tries impersonating Mr. Three over the phone in order to get Baroque Works off of their backs. And he reports that the mission has been accomplished and that the Straw Hats are all dead. Crocodile tells him that the Unluckies are on the way with an eternal pose to Alabasta because the final phase of their plan is going to kick off, and he's calling all numbered agents back to Alabasta to personally receive orders so that the Marines can't bug their calls. That's a good thing. Gotta be careful out there. That would never yeah. happen, though. I will say this, <laughs> because it's kind of fresh in my brain, I've been slowly binging a lot of Lupin the Third. Mm -hmm. uh, this whole shit thing is, like, Lupin as fuck. Like, him oh, impersonating yeah. and, like, all of that. I just get heavy vibes. I mean, uh, even Smoker is, like, a much cooler Zenigata. 
<laughs> it, he is. No, it's a lot like that. I see. Uh, the unluckies find Sanji and attack him immediately. The little claw, oyster claw shell that the uh, <laughs> Mr. Thirteen unluckies have. That Thirteen, yeah, thank you. It's got little claws. It's not just a clam. <laughs> it's a nice touch. Yep. It's an attack clam. And then the vulture <laughs> just has twin linked machine guns. Yep. Uh, on her back. <laughs> Just, you know. I mean, that's just standard issue with vultures these days. <laughs> Sanji's able to defeat them easily, but Crocodile overheard the commotion on the phone, and he asks what went wrong. Sanji confesses that the Straw Hats weren't quite dead yet, but definitely are now, so don't worry about it. <laughs> In it's other it. words, he says, <laughs> you gave me a false report. He's not a fan of that. Uh, also... Strangely, the flower that he's been fiddling with uh, wilts, and all of the ice water in his glass just evaporates. Hmm. That's odd. That is strange. Yeah. I sense mysterious powers. (laughs) Of some sort. (laughs) Of the devilish variety. (laughs) When the call concludes, Crocodile asks Miss All Sunday to dispatch Mr. Two to Little Garden so that he can dispose of Mr. Three somewhere between there and Alabasta. And the panel hides his face with the um, the speech bubbles, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so Sanji has inadvertently caused the death of Mr. Three now. Oops. <laughs> I'm sure if Couldn't he knew... happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if he knew he had done that, he would take credit for it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Sanji also finds the eternal pose that the unluckies were delivering. Oh, hey. So that solves that. We need that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that Smoker and Tashigi's ship indeed intercepted the call that just happened between Mr. Zero and Sanji. Uh, and they also recently captured a weirdo swordsman named Mr. Eleven. Mr. Eleven's looking really familiar. <laughs> Pretty sure Do I've you want to elaborate? <laughs> Pretty sure I've seen this guy before. Yeah, he's just straight up Speedwagon from JoJo's Bazaar. <laughs> oh. It's not even subtle. Oh, I see. Very similar, yeah. I love when we cut cut to them because um, uh, Tashigi is appreciating a fine-grade sword that she has obtained off-camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's, it's only on the Grand Line could you find something like this so soon. And it's like, she's just talking about, like, man, the drop tables on the Grand Line are fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, the, first guy, the, the first guy we kill dropped a fine-grade sword. <laughs> R.N. Jesus is really on our side here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, They begin to put the pieces together, realizing that the Straw Hats have something to do with the missing princess from Alabasta. I suspect trouble. Uh, They set a course for Alabasta, which we learn is a desert kingdom. I was about to say, yes, the desert kingdom of Alabasta. So that's that's interesting world building. New details. A detail I like is that he had to call in from headquarters to get uh, an internal pose. Yeah, which means they have them on hand. Mm-hmm. For anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. In the Navy. Also, Smoker's <laughs> move here is amazing. It's um, the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could be getting direct orders from some criminal organization. And Speedwagon says, a criminal organization? That's absurd. <laughs> then explain those orders we found in your pocket. But what? I was sure I burned them. There was nothing in your pockets. Oh! <laughs> we gotcha. Smoker is so fucking ass. so. Smoker is so fucking cool, you guys. He's so good at his job. He's very good. I mean, he is mildly competent, so he's leagues above everyone else. I, I, I can't. I can't lie to you. 
I was surprised we cut back to him so soon. <laughs> I was not expecting to see him again for another, like, 100 issues or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then in one of the little pre-chapter little bits. Mm-hmm. But he don't yeah, give up exactly. on his bread. No. He said that. Uh, Sanji regroups with his crew, and after offering Nami his coat because he's a true gentleman, uh, he fills them in on his phone call and his recently acquired eternal pose so they can finally sail to Alabasta. Uh, he also reminds Zoro about their hunting challenge, and this triggers the glimmer of a memory for both of the giants. <laughs> hunting challenge, eh? They both, they both have the thought bubble hunting challenge, and it's great. it goes from Dory... Uh, from Brocky to Dory, and Dory's like, hunting challenge? <laughs> and Dory's like, hunting challenge? Brocky, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll never get tired of Brocky's face. Where <laughs> It's really good. It's just that it's a big, goofy smile at all times, yeah. but somehow it conveys a full range of emotion without the <laughs> smile ever diminishing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how he does that. Also, I love Zoro bragging that he bagged a huge rhino, and we cut to it. <laughs> He's gotten a fucking triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got horns, you know. You're right. He doesn't know what it is. Thick skin. He's, listen, he's amazing at swords. He's not amazing at identifying <laughs> large animals. <laughs> the pirates prepare to depart, and the giants make a decision amongst themselves to help their new friends leave safely, because apparently a monster awaits them in the direction that they need to sail. I, this whole this whole part with them just uh, gave me real good, real nice feelings. <laughs> it's just, I was pissed real nice. I liked it. I like this part. Oh, yeah. uh, Zoro and Sanji have a thinly veiled dick swinging contest with their hunting prizes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and everyone tells them to just shut up and just load the meat on the ship. Yeah. yeah. Right, Usopp? <laughs> Mine's bigger, right? Huh? I don't care. <laughs> As Luffy says, they both stuff. look good to eat. That's what's great. Wow. That's what's great about it, though, that the others do not do not give even a single shit. Like, none of them. <laughs> not even the other guys. Uh, the giants get ready to, set their, uh, to see their friends off. And they say, you risked your lives defending our honor. Now, no matter what, we will allow no enemy to trample our friend's pride. Have faith in us and sail straight ahead. No matter what happens, sail straight ahead. Uh, Luffy oh, holds Luffy fast to this request. Yeah. Don't have to ask him twice. Yeah. Yeah. An enormous sea monster begins to rise next to Little Garden, which the giants call the Island Eater. They begin to muse that it is an overgrown goldfish with poop so big that they once landed on it thinking it was an island. (laughs) Wait. We didn't need that detail. That's a familiar story. Was that one of Usopp's lies? That was one of Usopp's lies. Whoa. You're right. I loved your lies. (laughs) Oh, God. Even Usopp is like, a giant goldfish? I think I've heard of this somewhere. <laughs> hmm. The Going Merry is swallowed whole for the second time in as many weeks, I think. <laughs> and the giants combine their strength for an attack they call Hakoku Sovereignty. Okay. Which uh, blasts a hole down the Island Eater's middle, and it frees the Going Merry, but it also shatters their weapons in the process. Oh no. <sighs> it is a small price to pay for the safety of their new friends. Really good two-page spread, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Giants are truly not to be fucked with. <laughs> uh, we're then treated to a brief flashback to the old days of the giant pirates. The crew praise their two chiefs for bringing down two enormous monsters. Uh, but a little girl from a nearby village asks a very simple question to them. 
Which one is bigger? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Children uh, ruin everything. <laughs> also, seeing young Bragi with let no no basically no facial hair, <laughs> deeply upsetting. <laughs> it is. Both of them really. Yeah, yeah Dory with like peach fuzz is alarming. <laughs> Neither Dory nor Bragi will concede that their prize is smaller, and this argument sets off a 100-year duel on Little Garden, where we see that the skeletons of the two monsters remain as their makeshift homes. That's so fucking cool! <laughs> what a great mm-hmm. reveal. Because yeah. we see a panel of the two dead sea monsters or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the very next panel is the bones. And then the bottom of the page is the bones worn down. And like oh, just being part of the island. Yeah, yeah. And like oh, grown over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're just torn of the terrain now. Uh, the volcano erupts again, and Dorian Bragi resume their battle. Have fun, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> have I a hope, good uh, one, too. I hope Dory ate enough <laughs> to have regenerated <laughs> from having being blown up from the inside. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Straw Hats begin to rush along to Alabasta now, but Nami's feeling a little tired from all of the excitement on Little Garden. Zoro, meanwhile, goes back to training, ashamed that he wasn't strong enough to break the candelabra himself. He appears to be training with a uh, kind of a one-sided weighted dumbbell barbell kind of thing. It's a barbell that he's doing kendo with. (laughs) He's doing, like, kendo poses with, like, a trillion tons of weight on it. Uh, We get a brief but informative glimpse of Mr. Two, who is also called Bon Clay. Bon clé. Uh, and I say this is informative if you know some Japanese. <laughs> oh, because sure of what's on, his, what's on his coat. Oh, I was wondering uh, about that. As well as his name. Uh, in Japanese, he is known as Bonkure, which is a reference to both the Obon Festival, which is a Buddhist tradition of honoring ancestors, and Kure, which is an end-of-the-year festival. Hmm. Uh, the fact that he is given both male and female code names and his jacket, which reads Okama Way, uh, gives us some early hints about what his character's all about. <laughs> huh. Okay. What's Okama uh, Way? Okama is Japanese slang, which is equivalent to queer or crossdresser or drag queen. Ah. Oh. Uh, in extreme circumstances, it can be the T-slur as well, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Ah. Mm. From what I can tell, a lot of anime and manga kind of lump together, like drag queens, like, gay men and trans women into just one yeah. weird like, yeah. ball of clay, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just thing that is different that I do not understand. Yeah. Right, exactly. right. And I mean, especially this time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, has a, it has a different tone to it in my experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes it better. <laughs> uh, but it's never, it's never come off like uh, the worst shit in Western at least mm-hmm. that I've seen. But maybe, maybe I just haven't seen stuff from long enough ago. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, really. And the, the kanji, the way, the kanji is, is the kanji for road, mm-hmm. like a street or a road. Just hmm. in terms of, there's a couple different definitions of what way in yeah. English, so oh. that's the, oh. it's like a road. Way cool. Basically, that <laughs> it is Bon Clay saying, this is my lifestyle on his ah, jacket. This is my way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. This is, this is his Can name respect though. that. Uh, yeah, Viz translate or transliterates it as "O oh, come my way." Uh, I, it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Sure. 
that definitely confused me a lot. When, yeah. Yeah. And when you see it. We will learn a lot more about both Bonclay and queer identities in the One Piece world as we go forward. Uh, Oda definitely uses them for comedy in the ways that you might expect, but he also approaches them in a more dignified and respectful way, I think, than most Japanese media does. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I would say that Bonclay is a top three character for me at the end of the day. Wow, really? Are you sure? I'm with you. Yeah. Intriguing. And I think, like, I don't want to excuse any wrongdoing that Oda does or, like, downplay it, but um, I think he's gotten a lot better in recent years as well. When you write for Ezra without long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we're also, like, examining... We're also examining this text from looking back from 2021, something Mm -hmm. that was made at, like, 2000? 99, maybe? Right. Yeah. I mean, go back and watch Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. I don't think I will. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I don't know if I'll take you up on that one. <laughs> no, it's yeah. fine. You're good. I think looking back at this kind of thing can be good for, like, imagining what new cool stuff could be done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing about it, is that it's the way it strikes me, is that Oda portrays them in a <laughs> physically, like, a goofy way that might seem insensitive because that's he finds that funny, mm-hmm. but he also kind of does that with everybody. Straight yeah, yeah, right. That's what I was gonna say. And yeah. that's that's kind of what I mean is that it might seem like it's being insensitive, but it's kind of just what he does. Right. To there's a, there's a guy this with world a, with a, with a bush for hair and lives inside of a treasure box. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we had the Meowban brothers. I don't think it was ever done in a malicious way, and I I think as a character and as a metaphor, Bon Clay is the superb addition to One Piece. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm excited to learn more. Yeah. Uh, back on the Mary, Nami faints to the ground and is burning up with fever. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no. Oops. That's not good. Uh, Vivi wonders if the extreme changes in climate are starting to take a toll on Nami and asks if anybody on board knows anything about medicine. Everybody <laughs> points to <laughs> Nami. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's an incredible panel of just everybody <laughs> flatly pointing at the yeah. person in the bed. Sanji assures them that um, uh, that he's been taking care of her nutrition because all the best food on the ship has been going to her. If something yeah. was going bad, fed it to everyone else. That goes to Usopp. <laughs> right, of course. Luffy says, it tasted fine to me. <laughs> However, he can't really prepare specialized meals to help her heal because they can't diagnose her. Uh, she reaches a fever of 104, which is concerning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. Cool bit. <laughs> and the crew begin to consider a detour to find her a doctor. Nami sits up, trying to convince everyone that she's fine, and she shows she shows Vivi an article in a recent newspaper, which states that 300,000 of the royal soldiers of the Alabasta army have defected to join the rebels. So this is now a complete flip in the favor from the royal side to the rebellion. And if they don't make it home soon, Vivi fears that a million Alabastans will die. Uh, Nami forces herself back to work, thanking everyone for worrying about her, because she is still struggling with allowing herself to burden anyone. Yeah. Oof. I hate that I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) It's just nice to see that she's not, like, quote-unquote fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. From that experience. She's still Nami. With everything that that entails. 
Yes, Usopp says as much when he says she always has to be so strong. Uh, despite zero indications, Nami realizes that there's been a change in the air and has everybody steer the ship south, which narrowly avoids a sudden cyclone. Vivi is shocked by Nami's seafaring abilities because the cyclones on the Grand Line are notoriously hard to predict. Despite the danger that her people face, Vivi realizes that there is zero chance that this crew is going to make it to Alabasta if Nami isn't healthy. Yeah, no. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we knew that before this moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, she asks everyone to start looking for an island to find a doctor. Uh, the very next day, in the middle of a snowstorm, the Straw Hats spot a strange man that is just standing in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> is this chucklehead? Oh, he, he looks miserable. He's Jevil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the awkward silence that stretches over the next oh. two pages is beautifully rendered. It's so good. <laughs> As everybody just stares at each other. <laughs> and Oda, Oda could have easily done one of my biggest pet peeves in comics, which is where you just hmm. reuse the same drawing but like slightly change it. Yeah. To, to create the pause, but he straight up redraws each expression <laughs> yeah. and all of the expressions are like perfect character studies of each of them yes. <laughs> like in a gallery <laughs> I would the use the Zoro face here as an, av as an avatar Boy, the small talk is, is fucking incredible because the the jester looking dipshit says boy sure is cold today <laughs> Luffy looks up go yeah sure is yep sure is cold alright and the jester goes Really? <laughs> and then they do the stare down again. Uh -huh. <laughs> Seinfeld manga, it's so... <laughs> Nothing's really happening, I love it. I hate how accurate that is. <laughs> <laughs> it and then, is. And then Hank yeah. standing beside them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, a submersible pops out of the middle of the ocean, and apparently this is what he was standing on. Now, when you say a submersible... Yeah. Mm -hmm. You mean a sailing ship. It's a ship, yeah. That is that, a submersible. That pops up out of the ocean. It has a mast and sails and everything. <laughs> it, yeah, unfolds like a little like a little flower. They call it a watermelon, don't they? It looks like yeah. a watermelon when it first pops up. Luffy yeah. calls it a watermelon. Sure, So, sure. I, so yeah. I don't think anyone else on the planet calls it a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Sanji, who is trying to keep Nami's bed steady rushes out to see what's going on, and he finds that the Going Merry has been boarded, and they're all surrounded by men with guns. Well. Dang it. What do you want with this ship? You've got a perfectly cool watermelon of your own. <laughs> Why would you need another ship? Yours is so cool. Uh, these men are under the employ of Wapple, who is captain of the Tin Tyrant Pirates. Uh, and he appears to be eating a knife. <laughs> I hate this man. <laughs> I hate this man so fucking much. He doesn't appear to be eating a knife, Tyler. He is eating a knife. Yeah, he takes he, a big old chunk out. In fact, he's pretty much done with it. It was a very good gag because he's got like meat on the knife, and uh -huh. I think he's doing like the tough bad guy thing where you eat meat off a knife. But then he like bites the knife, and you're kind of doing a double take, and then the next panel is Luffy being confused about the same thing you are. <laughs> yeah, and he he he's. he's the, the what I'm pretty sure is the jeweled handle of yes. the yeah. blade <laughs> into <Yeah>. his mouth. 
like a lollipop stick, and there's a little still some flavor left in it, and he wants to <laughs> he wants to get at that. Uh, Wapple says that he and his crew are searching for a place called the Drum Kingdom, and asks if the Straw Hats have an eternal or log pose. Uh, when they decline, Wapple decides that he's just going to steal all their valuables. But first, he's still a bit hungry, so he takes a bite out of the Mary's railing. <laughs> so this yeah. is a uh, this is this is body horror, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. This man like stretches his entire mouth over like <laughs> five feet of sh- of, uh, of wood, and it's just and as he's. Just ripping it off, there's just in the corner of the panel is Sanji's face, like. <laughs> <laughs> this is not food, sir. Like his mouth becomes larger than his torso. No, I hate this man so much. Uh, while Luffy so... tries, what's that? I hate this man so fucking much, Tyler. <laughs> he's, he's I hate very every bad. time he uses his mouth. Every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> every time his mouth stretches to yeah, accommodate. His, his... His mouth appears to be made out of metal also. Mm. <laughs> and like perhaps even when ten. it's not stretched. Oh, perhaps ten. Even perhaps when it's not ten. stretched. His little smirk is so smarmy. <laughs> <laughs> really Just reminiscent it. of Lord Farquaad. Oh my oh, yeah, god. Yeah, that's a that's a strong pull. It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while Luffy tries to defend his ship from being devoured, the minions explain that their captain has eaten the Munch Munch fruit, which I guess partially explains what the fuck is happening. <laughs> partially. <laughs> it gives us an idea. Hey, why are you eating our fucking boat, sir? <laughs> are you a termite? <laughs> what, what were you saying, Justin? Oh, I just like the, the, the drawing of uh, eating the rope. Just, yeah. <laughs> Slurping it like pasta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so delighted, too. Yeah. Mm, I, think that, I think that makes it worse. <laughs> anchor See, rope it's a, it's a good anchor rope because it's been, you know, marinated by the, by the brine of the mm. sea. Ooh, it's <laughs> like a pickle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Luffy gets eaten, but Wapple finds him too chewy. <laughs> that was inevitable, I think. Uh, and Luffy stretches his arms out of the strange man's mouth quite a ways I'd like to uh, give a quick special shout out to the automatopoeia used in the manga to describe um, Wapple opening up his nasty hungry hungry hippo (laughs) maw (laughs) the automatopoeia they use when he opens up wide to eat Luffy is gabaw Luffy blasts him away with a gum gum bazooka and then the straw hats just continue their sailing undeterred. <laughs> I, do I like, guess uh, it's time for us to go. <laughs> when, when, when Luffy's doing his windup with his arms being stretched way out, mm-hmm. and Zoro's just looking at it like, "Oh yeah, this, yeah." <laughs> oh yeah. There's only one way this is gonna end. Luffy yep. yeah. comes out from <laughs> taking care of Nami. <laughs> This is the first thing she sees. <laughs> yeah, and Sanji talks to her so nonchalantly. He's like, hey, baby, is that alright? Yeah. <laughs> in the SBS, uh, Oda is informed, or he's not even informed, it's just like declared. How about an elephant sized radish? I caught it myself from an ultra Canadian man. He says, mm, looks delicious. Thank you. I'll, 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 I'll crunches it for like a good line and a half. Uh, hello, Mr. Oda, how are you? I was assigned to write about my aspirations, so I asked my teacher if my topic could be that my second wish is to become a pirate, and my teacher said, Get serious. I am serious, says Sayori. 
Of course you're serious, says Oda. Who joke about a thing like that? You ask that teacher of yours, what's wrong with being a plunderer, okay? <laughs> and then uh, someone calls out the previously mentioned uh, way that Zep loses his leg in the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oda engages in some exquisite uh, four kids apologism here. <laughs> but he does start yeah. off by saying, an episode titled Eat Your Own Leg might be too much for small children. <laughs> <laughs> And I do appreciate that statement. I, I also like in that uh, SBS at the end when he just says, like, send the animators um, a letter. It'll cheer them up. <laughs> send them a nice letter. Yes. Are you speaking from experience there, Justin? Uh, yeah, as the animators. Is this true? <laughs> I'd take a letter or two. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. I do I uh, do appreciate when an author is lenient towards changes to their adaptations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, a pre- and, and, you know, just... It's my job to get mad at those. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Dave? Oh, I was just like, and just like, you know, people did have to draw that stuff and animate it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not their fault. Even the worst animated movie had a lot of time and energy put into it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's often why I like them better than the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next day, while Usopp patches up the Mary, he, Sanji, and Vivi have a chat about how the weather's been stabilizing. Vivi says that this means they're getting close to an island. So we get a little more world building about how shit works on the Grand Line. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Vivi tells us that basically there are, in terms of like biome, Mm-hmm. There are winter islands, autumn islands, spring islands, summer islands, and each of them have their own four seasons. Correct. That are different on those different ones. And I just thought to myself, oh boy, how much astrology is there <laughs> in this world? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, is it, what do they say you're like if you're born in summer of a winter island or what have you? <laughs> also, um, also, Waffle's crew, uh, he are panicking and yelling, This is terrible! Captain Waffle's been hurled into space! <laughs> I just like the echo of, Remember! Remember! <laughs> yeah. As they flee. Yeah. Yeah. I should have I should have no- thought like that that would be an X mark, but I didn't. I was just so happy that... And then that this was just a fun little just a character little... to be introduced, and now we're gonna never see them again. <laughs> what? What, what was gonna be an X mark? Oh, sent these them guys. To space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it foreshadowing when the character in the show tells you to remember them? <laughs> Literally shouts <laughs> yeah. it over and over. <laughs> an interesting question. Interesting conundrum. Uh, Vivi says that sailing on the Grand Line, you can expect to experience up to sixteen seasons. And she assumes that they are probably mm. approaching a winter island because of the snow. I appreciate, especially knowing he's so early in the story yeah. at this point, her saying, of course there are exceptions to this as well as unknown <laughs> weather patterns. <laughs> Just slip that in there. Just in case. Slip that, that get out of jail free card. <laughs> well, uh, Just in case I need to change this later. <laughs> it's uh, future proofing. <laughs> Commit to nothing. <laughs> Uh, in fact, they are approaching a winter island because Sanji spots one nearby. Movie psyched! It's got a unique shape to it. Yeah. These weird mountains that just kind of plateau. Hmm. Kind of look like drums. You think? I thought Maybe. they looked like uh, nuclear plants. Yeah, that me as well. too. <laughs> they kind of look like uh, tree stumps to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look, co- yeah, they look the shading, the, especially. The place looks completely rad, no matter which way you slice it. <laughs> got Paul Bunyan. <laughs> yes. By giants, maybe. Maybe we'll find out. 
Uh, they prepare to make landfall, but are stopped by the local militia. This country is not fond of pirates, and they turn them away, not willing to fall for their trick of seeking medical aid. Which sounds fair. That yeah. would be a trick that a pirate all, would do. All things mm-hmm. told, all told, yeah. Uh, somebody fires on Sanji, but before he can fight back, Vivi stops him, and then she takes a bullet on the shoulder. She yeah. gets grazed, anyway. I can't believe Vivi dies here. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. She can go hang out with Captain Smoker in the waiting room. <laughs> uh, Luffy is furious, and he is ready to throw down, but Vivi is still trying her hardest to de-escalate the situation. Yeah! She great. begs the militia to just bring a doctor to them, swearing that none of them will set foot on the island. And then she bows on hands and knees to beg them. And she says to and Luffy, Luffy mm-hmm. Yeah, she says to Luffy, you're a failure as a captain. Impulsiveness <laughs> doesn't solve anything. If you get us all killed, what'll happen to Nami? And, he just and what does Luffy say? For a short moment, and says, You're right! Forgive me! I was wrong! Incredible! And then he joins joins her in bowing and asks for a doctor. Luffy is a complete dumbass. He's not stupid. (laughs) Is how I would put it. Yeah, I would agree. He's Mm -hmm. smart enough to recognize that there are things he doesn't know. Yes. Yeah. That's that's another thing, like, another thing he has in common with Goku that actually made me respect both of them a little bit. I, I appreciate that. Oh, he's like 17, right? Yeah. So, you know, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's why Luffy's so obsessed with, like, getting these very specialized people on his ship. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know everything, so... He I'm barely knows anything. Navigator. Yeah. yeah. No, that's our one. I don't know how to navigate. I'm a good navigator. And then listen to them when they tell me how to navigate. <laughs> yeah. That's good delegating. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, it's like, wow, this is just the, the absolute most basic level of leadership. Which no one else in this fucking place has. None of these other captains have displayed thus far. I assume, other than Smoker. (laughs) Uh, The head of the militia agrees to bring them to a doctor, and Vivi looks up and says, See, he understands us. And Luffy agrees and says, Yeah, you sure are smart. Guys, cheek all squished (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, We've already been talking about it, but I have a note that just says, I love this scene. Yeah, I love it specifically for uh, it shows us that Luffy still is learning about leadership because he isn't really a captain yet. Yeah, he's just pretending to be one, but he's he's getting some role models in regards to leadership now. Who better Uh, to teach you how to lead than a princess? Exactly. That's the other thing that I like is uh, this is some behind the scenes stuff, but Vivi wasn't or Miss Wednesday wasn't supposed to be anybody initially. Really? That doesn't. Yeah. That actually doesn't surprise me. Yeah, huh. that was that was a last minute decision by him, because uh, he huh. he had hmm. this Alabasta story planned out, and then realized that he could utilize that character in this way to sort of bridge these storylines together. That's pretty cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, so now we're starting to see Vivi's actual characterization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is this fiercely loyal princess for her country, uh, a de-escalator empathetic to others etc which is very different from whatever miss wednesday was yeah yeah miss yeah. wednesday was yeah. just a wild whale hunting woman yes <laughs> vivi's infp representation <laughs> uh, but it was it was smart I, because that was a facade anyway so it makes sense right. that she would act entirely right, yeah. differently <laughs> right yeah 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 
I'm sure Igaram was uh, coaching her on how to act like a different person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the SBS at yes. the end of this. Personally, as a, uh, uh, I played saxophone <laughs> in high school. And so I deeply appreciate the question. <laughs> I want to say one thing to Mr. Eight. You don't know anything about saxophones. <laughs> I mean, look at the way you hold your instrument and that embouchure. At least use a strap. Get it right. Now go. Head of the wind, woodwind. Uh, head of the wind instruments department. And it says, right, right. I know. He's way off, that guy. That um, embouchure thing, too. And the strip, I mean strap, too. He looks down on the sax. You tell him. Upset. Please teach me. All knowing him. <laughs> then, then someone writes in Oda Sensei, I really, really love you. Please marry me. If you won't, then you will answer my questions, please. Number one Gold Roger and red haired Shanks look pretty tough, but what exactly are the bounties on their heads? And question number two is Will you please marry me after all? Oda Flying Cross Chop Crash! This is the end of the question corner. We'll meet again in the next volume. Yeah! <laughs> Which I guess dark, he doesn't right? want to tell us yet. Yeah. 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 Also, how did I get my letter in the past? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've been into One Piece a lot longer than that. Like, you know, it's okay. The secret's out. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. And the first one was somebody saying that they thought that SBS stood for Sugoi Bakamitaina section. Or terribly stupid section. <laughs> Which, Not wrong. That <laughs> yeah, Oda, Oda, yeah, Oda essentially says, I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what it's shaping up to be, huh? I love this, I love this, I love this question, though, because it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that this stood for dumb, stupid asshole questions for dummies. <laughs> I was mistaken. The head of the militia, who I'm just going to start calling by his name because we learn it soon enough, which is Dalton. Motherfucking Dalton. Dalton. <laughs> a brick wall of a man. I love this man. Um, warns them that this country, which doesn't have a name, uh, only has one doctor, and she's a witch. Hmm. Also, there's a hiking bear. <laughs> also, there's a hiking bear. <laughs> yeah, just bow respectfully. I mean, that, it's yeah, it's tradition. Just, that's just the hiking bear. I don't know what's in the It's big just deal. the hiking bear. <laughs> yeah. Love himself in the snow. Yeah. Everybody play dead. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good next to Dalton's incredibly serious square-jawed face. <laughs> Dalton brings them to his home in Bighorn Village so that Nami can rest in his bed. Uh, and he continues to explain that Dr. Kareha, the witch, lives in a castle on top of the nearby mountain. Uh, there's absolutely no way of contacting her because she is an extremely eccentric 140-year-old woman who only comes down when she feels like it. And then she mm. finds patients, treats them, and takes whatever she wants as compensation, and then leaves again. <laughs> I love her already. Okay. <laughs> sounds yeah. great. She sounds like a really good role model. <laughs> we do also her. hear that there is an election in a few days. Yes. Uh, and that the guy who calls this out is looking forward to voting for Dalton. Who Dalton's is, not uh, into it. No, he, he's sheepish about it. Can we just talk about Dalton real quick? Please. Um... A, how hunky he is, and B, oh. how much he looks like a Wind Waker character. Yes! <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, perfectly squared, squared off, like, jaw with, like, perfectly geometric facial hair and widow's peak and nose. He's almost got a Muppet nose. It's very Muppet nose. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, Luffy pats Nami awake and gets her permission to climb up the mountain. He's gonna bring her to the doctor. 
This seems so fucking cute. <laughs> uh, she does concede to this. Yeah, he just straight up says, Listen, the only <laughs> doctor around here lives on top of a mountain, so we're gonna climb it. <laughs> she just says, Yep. <laughs> Uh, Sanji tags along to make sure that Luffy doesn't do anything stupid during the climb. That seems fair. Yeah, because there's maybe my favorite moment in this in this chapter is uh, Usopp's like, remember, if you lose your footing even once, Nami's gonna die. And Luffy's like, what? Even once? <laughs> even once? <laughs> oh no! I didn't yeah. think about that. <laughs> she she don't bounce like you do. I, I, I thought I could at least fuck up like once or twice. <laughs> Uh, Usopp and Vivi decide to stay behind, uh, but they do stay outside to give their friends moral support. Uh, Dalton keeps them company and explains that this country uh, did used to have more than one doctor. However, just a few months ago, this country was defeated by pirates. Uh, it was only a crew of five people, and they were led by Captain Blackbeard. Like so, just oh, just so, just Blackbeard, huh? Blackbeard, like the, our Blackbeard, Blackbeard? like the Blackbeard, like it's, Edward Teach Blackbeard. It is a Blackbeard. Okay. <laughs> and they drove out the former tyrannical king of this land, uh, which was formerly known as Drum Kingdom, uh, and <gasps> that man was named Wapple. <gasps> no, <Jeez. laughs> the man that the man who sucks. <laughs> Explain some things, actually. <laughs> oh. I like his um, weird, almost smile, kind of snarl picture. When they remember him. <laughs> 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 It's fucking Wario face. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Holy shit, he's Wario. <laughs> <laughs> this also explains the things. Mm-hmm. Also, where did it say Wappa was? Where, where did Wappa say he was trying to find? Drum Kingdom. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Apparently, Wappa and his army rolled over immediately to the pirates. As soon as they saw how strong they were, they just fled, and they left the citizenry to their fate. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> they, they literally just noped the fuck out of here. Now that the coast is clear, he is looking to reinstate himself as king. And Dalton says, This island belongs to those of us who remain. The towns and villages are starting to recover. Right now, we're united and trying to build a new nation. Until we're able to rebuild our country, the restoration of the monarchy is the thing to be feared most. We want to build a new, peaceful nation. Yeah, so I, I feel like... Um... I feel like Oda shares, uh, you know, the what the folklore position on kings <laughs> is the uh, is the impression I'm getting here. We're uh, starting to get a glimpse at the political landscape of the One Piece world. Yeah. Does the world have a name, like as a whole? Uh, not that we've been told. I don't think. Okay. I mean, that's fine. is it just you know generally like what the world or the something? world? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I was just curious. Yeah. And it was called Mobius. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sanji and Luffy have a little chit-chat as they climb up the mountain, and they comically dodge a little rabid bunny that's trying to attack them. Yes. Oh no, a little Monty Python rabbit. <laughs> yeah. They were warned of this before they left. That's true. Yes. Ferocious rabbits await them. And they're called Lappins. Uh, eventually Sanji gets fed up and he kicks it out of the way. <laughs> but this just angers the bunny's pack uh, of much bigger, angrier rabbits. I love these things. <laughs> They are like they polar bear-sized so, rabbits. They look yeah. so soft and cuddly. <laughs> Until they punch you. I want, one, I, want, I want to lay on one's tongue. <laughs> yeah, they look like big comfy Totoros. Yeah. That will maul me to death. And I'll <laughs> love annihilate you. Yeah. 
We also get like a weird exchange between uh, Luffy and Sanji about the Mm -hmm. people who live in snow countries. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is so bizarre. Hey, do you know people who live in snow countries don't sleep? Huh? Why? Oh wait. Should we do a table read? (laughs) I will. I will do a table read. Go ahead. We need a Lu- we need a Luffy and a Sanji. I I can be a Luffy. I'll I'll be Sanji. I have to get on the right chapter. <laughs> okay. By the way, did you know that people who live in snow countries don't sleep? Huh? Why not? Well, if they fall asleep, they'll die. That's ridiculous. Everybody has to sleep. No, it's true. I heard it a long time ago from someone. Did Usopp tell you that? <laughs> no, I heard it in a village tavern. Then why did Dalton have a bed in his house? Oh. Uh, you're right. That must be his deathbed. You idiot. <laughs> well, then did you know this? Snow country women have silky smooth skin. <laughs> How come? Isn't it obvious? When it's cold, you rub your skin like this, right? That makes it soft and smooth. Smooth, translucent, white skin. That's snow country women for you. Hmm. I wonder what makes it white. The color of the snow gets absorbed into the skin, naturally. You know, I never knew you were so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I cut, cut it there. I say. And scene. <laughs> That's the and perfect punchline. And then two. And then two seconds later, Sanchi Charlie Brown football punch <laughs> rabbit into the horizon. What's the best analogy? <laughs> also very well drawn. Yeah, all this is happening, by the way, while rabid rabbits uh, are like darting around everywhere, trying to just nipping trying at to their heels. A, yeah, yeah, just like trying to get a big the their, Yeah. They're both so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that too. Like, you get a whole scene, a whole exchange of Sanji like being kind of a creep, but Luffy doesn't notice and doesn't care <laughs> because he's Luffy. It would never, he would never buy into it or argue with it, or it's just it makes it much funnier. I think that Luffy is there to just completely strip his his nonsense of any possible dignity. <laughs> uh, so when I first read One Piece to current day, anyway. Uh, I just let this conversation slide by me as, like, a funny goof that was happening while this rabbit was jumping around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, I noticed that Luffy went out of his way to attribute where he got this information from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which is specifically a tavern a long time ago. Oh, did he hear it from Shanks? He had to have heard this story from Shanks. Mm. Aww. It's, it's literally the only person it could have been. So Shanks told him <laughs> that snow people don't sleep. Yeah. You, you know he's gotta just have told him all kinds of goofy stuff to mess with him. There should have been a cut to two Shanks and Mihawk, and like they're both wasted. Shanks is like elbowing Mihawk, so one time I told this fucking guy, man, I told him that people who live in the snow don't sleep. That's the craziest shit. The kid fucking bought it. Pour me another. I need to talk about the goldfish poop island again. <laughs> yeah. the craziest shit I've ever seen. Uh, meanwhile. I walked into that one. That's fine. Okay. Meanwhile, back in town, Dalton is alerted to Dr. Kareha being spotted at a different town. Oops. Oops. Oh, shit. Also, Wapple's crew finally spots Drum Island. No! Oh, shit! Uh-oh. Turn around! Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, in the neighboring town of Coco Weed, we are formally introduced to Kareha. I love her. Uh, I was going to ask, how does, everybody, how does everybody feel about this design? 
Instant favorite. <laughs> Best character. Great energy. Action Granny. Yeah, it's uh, this this character should be played by Linda Hamilton <laughs> with much longer hair. And the way she's and, introduced, walks up to the door and says, "Stand back, I'm coming in," <laughs> and punches the fucking door down. You can hear someone power sliding into this room, waving on an electric guitar to announce her presence. Her, oh, her and her sidekick, who is a reindeer named Tony Tony Chopper. Tony Tony Chopper. What a perfect name. Yeah. Are you I... sure these characters didn't like get imported from JoJo somewhere? I I love her. I want to be her. She's incredible. She is aspirational, certainly. She was born fifty-seven. Like she went. (laughs) If we're we're talking like the like the triple moon, she just like skipped maiden, skipped matron, just went straight to crown, (laughs) and loved every second of it. Yeah. The introduction panel does go out of its way to say that she's one hundred thirty-nine years old. Yes. And she owns a dispensary in Yellow Springs. That is, that's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She forces her way into a restaurant where she hears a child crying uh, and then very roughly delivers treatment to him. I love the exchange of her asking if she should cure the child Mm -hmm. and the person saying, this child isn't sick. And the look on her face, (laughs) that eyebrow, and her saying, are you a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Never before has anyone so like she 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 threatens to treat him. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. And like there's no there's there's no context that makes that like nefarious. It's just yeah. no. She says she's going to treat him in an incredibly threatening way. That's just that's all there is to it. Oh, also, just to really hammer in that 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 witchy Baba Yaga energy, <laughs> her um. Her laugh, because One Piece characters sometimes get unique laughs. She's got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you can very clearly imagine what her voice sounds like. Mm -hmm. Uh, She demands half of the shop's assets as payment. Wow, dang. So, not too different from our own healthcare. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's forgiving for her, honestly. (laughs) I was just envisioning at her being like, I'm worth it. (laughs) Uh, Many of the customers tell the owner to refuse payment. Uh, saying that she probably just faked a treatment to rob him. Uh, that is until the child pop, uh, pipes up and thanks the doctor for making him feel well again. Aww. Oh, and she it, and he calls her grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she says it's a sweet tip and <laughs> says that she'll only take forty nine percent now. <laughs> Aww. She's fair. God, God bless. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dalton, Vivi, and Usopp rush to try and catch Kareha before she leaves town again. I do want to say, when you're the only game in town, you're allowed to make <laughs> up your prices. Exactly. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're allowed to be a little, uh, a little bit much. Supply and demand. <laughs> uh, Luffy and Sanji are continually waylaid by these giant bunnies, and Sanji makes Luffy promise that he will leave the fighting to Sanji so that the shock of the blows won't affect Nami on his back. This is difficult for Luffy to uh, adhere to. You got precious cargo. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dalton and company find out that they are too late, uh, but they also hear that Wapple has made landfall and has killed the guard that was stationed to stop him. So, Nance. Uh, I was going to say, did you say guard? 
guard. They left one person to stop this <laughs> entire crew? Well, guard is a is a plural also. And we then see that they killed a whole bunch of people. Okay, mm-hmm, yeah. So. I, I'm, I've just turned the, to the page, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton rushes out of town uh, to go and kill Wapple, who he appears to have a more personal grudge with, and he transforms into a bison. Sure does. He starts out on a horse, which... <laughs> Not fast it's confusing enough. to me. Yeah. We're, we're, oh, that thought... horse is into it, though. We're introduced to um, to Waffle's whole crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's including let's his, take a look at these lieutenants. Including his, his mount. Uh, Evil bully... lieutenants. Well, Evil whole... lieutenants. Hang on, Theo, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, we're introduced to his, his mount, uh, Robson White Walkie, <laughs> alias Wooly Hippo. Uh, and then we meet the, the clown-looking guy from before, who is Chess, his former evil chief of staff. <laughs> and uh, Kuromarimo, his former evil magistrate. <laughs> yeah, I guess grammatically that could hypothetically mean that they aren't evil anymore. But I have my doubts. I beg to differ. I didn't notice the first time I read through. So he, he says this terrible thing to this poor little hippo. Um mm-hmm. They're there. Are you still upset because I killed your brothers? Um, and I didn't notice that his cloak thing <gasps> is one of them. My God! I never noticed that. Oh my God! I like how um, like Mr. Three built himself up to be hot shit. And then after they beat him, I remember He's... thinking, man, compared to Arlong, this guy is kind of a loser. And then we run into this guy. <laughs> He's yeah. just outdone right in, like, a single chapter. Yeah. I think Wapple is, like, one of the least likable characters in the whole series. God. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, I ache for his destruction. Sign and that's why I love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. so fun to hate. Very easy to hate. Same here. Um, let's talk about these henchmen real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chess, the jester-looking guy, I don't know if we've is established, but he always has a facial expression of like mild discomfort or worry, no matter what. Yeah. He looks like, like mm-hmm. the he looks like the nauseous emoji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when he's having a super mm-hmm. good time being evil. Yeah. Also, he's got very big hands. He's got very yes. strange proportions because mm-hmm. we see one of those hands over overlap and apparently crush one of the guards' heads. Yeah, but and also um, his like his torso is enormous. And his legs are tiny. Again He's with an egg that. Man. Also, I didn't. Uh, I wanted to point to out that <laughs> maybe oh, yeah. Pearl, Pearl's cousin. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're right. uh, so Kuramaramo, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a pun on the Marimo sea moss balls, right? Yes. That people sometimes mm-hmm. keep as pets. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Kuro is black. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's dressed up in all like fuzzy woolly like black spheres as like part of his costume mm-hmm. and as it's a got boxing gloves fuzzy black boxing gloves fuzzy boxing <laughs> gloves uh, does that soften the blow at all or <laughs> i guess we'll wait and see hmm. dalton slices wapple open as soon as he gets there just immediately on site it is on fucking site <laughs> but with the help of his elite 20 doctors wapple is patched up in no time so apparently this is how he got to the way he is. <laughs> uh, how, yeah, how much did the, did the fruit actually have to do with this? They, they just graft metal on him whenever he gets damaged. <laughs> uh, Dalton begins to soliloquy that other islands used to consider Drum Kingdom a medically advanced nation. But in reality, 
There were only the 20 doctors who worked directly for Wapple in his castle, and all other doctors were expelled from the nation. He says, with every doctor in the whole country in your castle, the sick had to beg for medical treatment. Instead of caring for your people, you held the sick of the nation hostage. That is a crime. Oof. I want to talk about my two favorite panels. Uh, one I, step back when he I, says, um, yeah. when Dalton says uh, there were only twenty doctors and they all worked in the research and they were expelled. We get two panels mm-hmm. where Wapple mm-hmm. says, "Couldn't be helped. That's <laughs> politics." And Dalton replies, "That's bad governance." And uh, the most the incredible, face. <laughs> incredible faces on both of them. The f- yeah, I w- the face on. Wapole is just like uh, the the malice of negligence yeah. that is uh, inherent with many roles of like bureaucrat bureaucratic nonsense. Hands are tied, bud. Hands are tied. Can't what do you want me to do about it? Like, he when he's like a, when he's a, yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> you're the king. You don't even get you don't even have the normal excuse to say that <laughs> the normal bullshit excuse. Like he looks like a twisted mirror held up to the face of one dick gumshoe from Phoenix Wright. <laughs> because his tin jaw kind of forms sort of like a weird five o'clock shadow kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Almost a Homer Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. You're like Luffy at the end of uh, the Kuro fight. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dalton transforms again. And the Greek chorus that's beginning to gather mentions that he ate the ox-ox fruit. Bison model. Bison model. It's <laughs> a model now. Okay. Which uh, they say is from the Zoan family of devil fruits. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's the furries. Alright. Cool. I mean, the, the Captain Nesmi already exists, so. <laughs> that's true. He didn't even have a mouse-mouse fruit. He's just, that's just no. who he is. He's just ugly. He's just a dirty fucking rat. <laughs> he, he just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great first date question. It's just like, hey, did you eat a devil fruit or do you just suck? <laughs> <laughs> or is that just your face? <laughs> Dalton easily overpowers most of Wapple's men, but is brought down when Chess fires on the citizenry, knowing that they are your weakness, Dalton. Because Dalton takes the arrows himself, rather than letting uh, civilians get harmed. And these are big the fucking arrows. arrows. I was about like to say, they yeah. look, these are like ballista bolts. They look like if, uh, like, you know, when you, like, if you're playing a video game, and you shoot an arrow, and there's a graphical effect for the arrow being stuck in something, but it scales with the size of the target. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. They, they, he was much larger than the person who <laughs> shot the arrows, but the the graphics scaled it up, uh, and that's that seems to be it. Uh, suddenly, though, there is a lot of rumbling, and we cut back to Luffy and Sanji, who are staring down the start of an avalanche. Mm. Yeah, we Th- uh, thanks Lappins, but there was <laughs> a bunch of uh, there were a bunch of Lappins, big old Totoro bunnies, who were hopping up and down a bunch, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Uh, Luffy was like, "I wonder what's going on." I, what it seems doing? it seems like this was on purpose. Yes. I, <laughs> okay, I guess they That's, really hated Luffy. Yeah, they were losing the fight. <laughs> guess we'll just burn down the whole island yeah. then. Fuck you, you didn't yeah, win. That's, Scorch see, the fucking they, earth. <laughs> see, they have Rats a they have a language that's unique to them, and in in them, avalanche is Lapin for get fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, any other thoughts for volume 15 as we stare down this avalanche? I was just gonna say, mm -hmm. can I say something about Chopper? Sure. Or can I not? Um, what do you want to say? <laughs> I just want to say, well, every, we, we know who he is, right? Do like, we? Okay. I don't, like, I... I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not saying shit that everybody... No, Chopper is a reindeer. <laughs> a really, really yeah, cool just, reindeer. Cool. Yeah, he's just a cool reindeer that hangs out with uh, the, the witch lady. Okay. The coolest witch lady. <laughs> yeah, I like this witch lady. I hope she joins our party. Yeah, we need a doctor. We need, we need a doctor. <laughs> it's been established that we need a doctor. I'll say there's a, there's a panel we kind of uh, glossed over that I really liked. Mm -hmm. Where Luffy asks uh, if it hurts being sick, and the others go, "I don't know, I'm sick." <laughs> I guess I can say this. I don't have this problem. Goodbye. Copper is like probably my second favorite character in the whole series, second or third. Wow. Okay, at least reveal that now. Man, that's for quite, a reindeer. That's yeah, quite an X mark. Right. Mm -hmm. He's more than a reindeer to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's so weird. He doesn't, he doesn't even have any speaking lines. It's a very good name. Yes. Mm -hmm. If nothing else. That's true. Um, not an important thing, but mm -hmm. um, I like the repeated gag with uh, initially Usopp and Luffy, but then just Usopp whenever they see that really tall lady, um, <laughs> and they bow to her like those walking bear. Because they think, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. another hiking bear. Yeah. <laughs> like she pops up at least a few times, and every single time at least one of yeah. them is oh bowing. Oh my god. Usopp creature. always bows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very wow. Learned his lesson. Mm -hmm. I guess I could say one more thing about this volume. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad we're done with Little Garden. I don't like that bit very much. <laughs> it's like definitely on the lower end for me. Well, but again, that's gone. Uh, but again, though, that's the lower end. Yeah, for One Piece. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> right. No, I'm just right. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for it, but just to look at Broggy's face, honestly. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, for, that, for, for a postmortem on on Little Garden, I will say it's. When, when I was going through it the first time, it was definitely one of the more forgettable islands for me. Yeah. Like, I, it, did, it didn't really stick with me the first time, but now that I am where I am in the series and going back to it, it feels so much more important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, me too. I just, I just really like that moment of them coming together to say, yeah. like, to get up and be like, we need to... Yeah. protect yeah. them it just felt like a very very strong good just nice just nice thing. especially after a hundred years of fighting each other <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. i like when we can have nice things. yeah <laughs> so does I one like piece other, but also caring about each other deeply yeah yes and uh almost losing one another Mm -hmm. I really yeah. thought Dory was like dead for sure, for sure, and it was, and it just Me ruined too. my my whole day. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is objectively the cooler looking of the two. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, but don't tell don't, them that, or they're gonna I, fight over it for another hundred years. I don't love I don't love Froggy because he looks cool. <laughs> I love him because he's he's adorable. Right. <laughs> With his nose that takes up ninety percent of his face. Uh, I just wanted to have a quick theme chat. Now that we're yeah. uh, we're seeing sort of what Drum Kingdom is going to be about to an extent, mm -hmm. uh, which mm -hmm. is leadership, mm -hmm. uh, and what does Oda think it means to be a king, to be a captain, to be a leader? Yeah, and also a question to ponder throughout One Piece: Is Luffy a good captain? Mm. Yeah, I think he's working on it. 
yeah, we're in the first ten uh, percent of the series. I guess it's the ten, second twenty percent now. <laughs> Probably. I'll say he doesn't have very well-defined goals. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, objectively measurable. Outcomes. Which might be a problem for other people. Right. Uh, right. He's great at doing his own thing, but like, it's hard to measure if he's meeting his goals. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate it when Oda deems it necessary to put that role to the test uh, for Luffy. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just appreciate that that's important to him as a storyteller. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely a, a through line through a lot of the stuff we were fighting in the East Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is what does it mean to be a captain? And who are these people who are captaining wrong? And this this is <laughs> Luffy off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now that I think about it, like, it's it's not necessarily right to compare two series together, but um, you don't really see Naruto. His leadership abilities are very rarely tested. Is Naruto a leader? I mean, he wants, he to, wants be to be Hokage. Hokage, which is oh, basically right. ninja president. Ninja president. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you go on Ninja Mount Rushmore. Uh-huh. I have a, my my knowledge of of Naruto is very. <laughs> Whenever I learn something new about it, it usually like blows my mind for the rest of the day. <laughs> like he does get his uh, his abilities of like conflict resolution get tested like way later on in the series. But as far as like leadership abilities, you know, like you know, he doesn't really uh, have anything to do with that. You know, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of problems that happen in companies. They think that the best individual performer would be the best candidate to go up to supervisor, but that's not necessarily true. <laughs> the Peter Principle of Pirates. <laughs> uh, I also briefly wanted to just do like a, I don't even know what to call it, but just like a, a roundup of <laughs> the information we have gleaned so far about certain topics, and this time I wanted hmm. to talk specifically about the politics and the world government of this world. As is this part of slowly the X-Marks? Out to us. Kind of. It's okay. kind of, I just wanted to broadly talk about it and sort of put some of the pieces together that we know, because we were handed a couple new things this time. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. They have tiny watch snails that can hack into other watch snail conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically for that purpose. They can uh, travel kind of wherever on the Grand Line, because they apparently have access to a bunch of eternal log poses. Or the world. Or the world, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, so... We know there's a world government. That's what yes. we've learned. We know that they are the ones who issue bounties. Uh, we learned that Dory and Bragi had active bounties even after a hundred years. Yeah, they're still good. Yeah, so they're still valid. <laughs> there was someone who issued them a hundred years ago, and that someone or something is still around to honor them to this day. Mm. That body of government, anyway. That that speaks to an impressive bureaucratic memory. Yes. Hmm. There are no cold uh, at, cases in the world of One Piece. I mean, does, does Captain Smoker look like the kind of guy who would in case ever go cold? <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Every case of his is smoking hot. <laughs> uh, as you said, Jason, they seem to have some complete mastery over sailing this fucking place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being able to get to wherever they need to get to. But, also what we learned and are continuing to learn is that there are kings and nations and they appear to be autonomous. Right. Yeah. We've got Alabasta, mm-hmm. we got the Drum Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I-, I was honestly surprised to hear that there were like c- 
countries and concrete civilization on the Grand Line at all. Yeah. Like, it, it has been built up to be, I was expecting, like, a, like the fucking inside of the, the zone from Hell's Gate, like, just some <laughs> sort of incomprehensible yeah. nightmare realm. But yeah. it appears to just be, no, sea is just super, 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 super dangerous, and then there's just people that live here. Yeah. Which is fascinating. Uh, we also got a brief mention of something from Vivi that she let slip uh, about having recognized Wapple from somewhere. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, she mentions, like, going to a meeting of kings. Or yes. Yeah. Mm. A king's uh, conference. Yeah, that's... King <laughs> king's con. King con. Uh, <laughs> this is very funny to revisit because we, as readers in present day, now know the name of this event. Uh. So it's very funny to hear Vivi, who would also know the name of it, refer to it this way. <laughs> I see. Mm. And just not say it. Right. <laughs> I see. Because Vivi knew it, but Oda did not. Yes. I mean, it's, oh, sure. it's also well, fair to assume she was pretty young when it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you gotta give the yeah, you gotta give the the story credit even when the author is is making it up as they go. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But another thing that we know about it is its frequency. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. She has oh. heard about it since. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Oh. Uh, anyway, that should lead us into X marks. Unless anybody else has thoughts. Did I miss anything? Uh, have we talked about how much Wapples sucks yet? <laughs> Maybe not enough. Yeah, There's still time. To do more. Yeah, We're yeah, stuck yeah. with him for a bit. Yeah, yeah, there was that one panel where his mouth was the size of his torso. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he are, he has a wide torso. Let's not downplay it. He's a big man. Eats a lot of swords. Yeah, that is my other thing. Like, honestly, it just... I, I do appreciate how... Just upfront he is like he says like no my what i'm gonna do here is i'm gonna find my enemies and i'm gonna eat them <laughs> <laughs> like he just says this just straight up Ugh. can we talk about the bananas sure <laughs> sure i like the bananas. <laughs> what is it called again it's a it's a banana banana gator or yeah i think you're right banana dial yeah. that would make sense because it's crocodile oh my yeah. god yeah. of course it is of course that's what it's called <laughs> It's an interior banana crocodile. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, all right. How about some X marks? Yes. Yes, please. Yeah. First, we have Croc's water evaporating in his glass. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hakoku sovereignty. Hmm. Hmm. The name of their attack, the giants. Oh, is it? Is it spoilers? If I know what it means. Uh, do you want to say what it means? The the Hakoku? Yeah. yeah, what's Hakoku? Uh it's like Warrior Nation? Oh, okay. Something like that? Yeah. Huh. Okay. In their flashback, Dory and Brocky's crew called them chiefs instead of captains. Mm. Uh Zoro said that he wants to get strong enough to shatter steel. The Okama way. When Nami got sick, Vivi said even the most notorious pirates who sail the seas can suddenly get sick and die. Hmm. Hmm. I was hoping you'd do that next morning. Uh, this one's from the SBS. Oda does believe in Kappas. Huh. <laughs> okay. Funny. They're all over the place. Good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all over the place. You can't prove they don't exist. Very... <laughs> <laughs> Captain Blackbeard. I, I should hope so. <laughs> You know, yeah, you don't just drop a name like that. <laughs> yeah. And never come back to it again. 
Blackbeard is probably an important name <laughs> mm-hmm. in a pirate manga. If it's a misnomer mm-hmm. and we see his unsilhouetted form and he's got like a green beard, I'll be real pissed off. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Vivi met Wapple at a meeting of kings. Luffy heard from Shanks about a snowy country where people don't sleep. Oh my god. Uh, and finally, we are starting to learn about the families and models of devil fruit. How they are classified. Uh, Jason, do you have a star chart for us? I do. Do I have an X mark for you? Obviously, we're going to be, you know, retreading some ground. We're going to cover someone we've already talked about before, but it's, you know, someone who's very important, near and dear to my heart, and pertinent to tonight's events. Let's talk about Nami again. She's not feeling very well. Not feeling so good. Uh, mm. This might help her. Kind of warm. Her up. Yeah. In this snow country. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, she has a canonical birthday of July 3rd, so she's a cancer. Uh, So, Nami, here is what the stars have to say about you this week. Today might be tough. (laughs) Does it seem like nothing fits into place? Are you trying to be someone you're not? (laughs) If things don't seem to be working out, don't press the issue. You're better off waiting for a time when you feel more confident about who you are and where you're going. Meanwhile, have some tea and relax. Releasing stress can clear up energy for more, uh, more productive tasks. Get some rest. (laughs) <laughs> let you, let your friend tear you up a mountain. <laughs> you know, it's about self care. Mm-hmm. It's about self care. Take a self care day. Carrying your friend up a mountain is so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for Luffy, yeah, honestly, I agree. Probably... Yeah, it was just for much yeah. for him as it was for Nami. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I did forget to point out uh, some of my favorite panels, which was when they got to the island. Uh, and Luffy is watching over Nami's bed, and he's like, did you hear that? We're out of the island. And it just shows his legs shaking, and Zoro's just like, go outside and look. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to be responsible (laughs) for his crewmate. Uh, But but he he is excited to go see that island. He's such a a golden retriever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes into this show every week. Uh, Laura, where can our Nakama find you on the Grand Online? Uh, Spring Island. Uh, no, uh, I'm on Newgrounds and Twitter, pretty much only there nowadays. Um, and Patreon if you want to give me money. But, uh, all three are haha, I'm Laura, one word. Matt? What's up, gamers? It's your boy, <laughs> Defy Prog. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, on Twitch, playing video games and drawing for a living. Uh, Jason? Yo, you can find me on the socials as jcabs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. Uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, Twitch is where I'm most active uh usually i stream something every week usually wednesday evenings um but you know sometimes if i find the time i'll just be streaming uh justin hello um i am at w justin king on instagram and twitter but i haven't really done anything on either so you've been kind of busy lately yeah honestly you have a puppy (laughs) yes the puppy has absolutely (laughs) eaten up the last month and a half (laughs) and will continue (laughs) to do so (laughs) um but yes, I'm around. Uh, Melissa. Hi, I'm Kristaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A. 
on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Twitch where I stream with my dog <laughs> and we play video games and sometimes draw stuff. Uh, Dave. Uh, as ever, I am a Scythe, D-S-Y-T-H-E on Archive of Our Own. I rarely write fanfiction. And Theo. I, I don't, I'm not <laughs> online. <laughs> it's, it's not fun to me. I just hang out with you guys and talk about One yeah. Piece. <laughs> I, f- I feel like one of these days you're just going to say no. <laughs> uh-uh. Nah. No, thank you. I'm good. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace, or you can send emails to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and I would also appreciate it if you would rate and review this show on the podcast service you listen to it on so that other One Piece fans can find it. Or just spread it around. Give us a star for every foot that Waffle can stretch his mouth. <laughs> oh boy. That's too many. Uh, that's more stars than they have. Yeah, we have to be fair to our to our listeners. Give us a star for every member of the Blackbeard crew. Oh ho! Hey! There we go. Okay. Now you gotta rewind it and find out how many that was. <laughs> <laughs> this has been piecemeal. Keep dreaming.